The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code DKHOOPS. That's code DKHOOPS for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic Gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Welcome in to NBA Pulse, a production of iHeartRadio in the NBA. I'm Sarah Kustak, NBA analyst for the Yes Network. Today is Friday, December 30th, and from our incredible core group of NBA journalists, we are joined today by NBA.com senior writer Sean Powell, and we're going to dig into a handful of things, uh, in particular with the East. Boston sitting atop the Eastern Conference. They're coming off a win against the Clippers last night. So we'll talk Boston. We're going to get into Tatum and Kevin Durant, some MVP caliber players playing at some of their highest levels. Um, and also a little bit more of the Eastern Conference and some New Year's resolutions on the back end of this. So Sean, what's going on? How are you? It's, I will say it's good to see you and it's yeah. good we both cross paths in Atlanta. So I got to see you in real life the other night. Exactly. I, I'm, I'm not a stage puppet or anything like that. I actually do exist. I just you never know. You know with these Zoom things, <laughs> I, I, I never know. I never know. Um, so you've been you've been locked in. Speaking of, we've both been in Atlanta here for a little bit of time, um, but locked in with the Eastern Conference. As I mentioned, Boston sitting atop things. They've won four straight. Brooklyn has won ten straight to put themselves in second uh, in the rankings. And, and a lot of this has come behind um, some incredible duos, in particular uh, Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving. Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, but let's first talk about Tatum and Durant. They've been in the MVP discussion. Um, when you look at these two players, w- what jumps out about how they've helped catapult their teams to where they are at at this point in the standings? Well, you're just talking about two players who are not afraid to have the ball with the game on the line. And really, that's really what it comes down to. If you look in the NBA, everyone says they want the ball, they want the ball. Well, actually, not Everybody wants the ball, right? Some people kind of run away from the ball. But if it's a tight game and it's a big game, 
and need a bucket, you need somebody to create something, you give it to Tatum, you give it to KD, and you can go to sleep at night. Knowing those guys more often than not will come through for their teams. Durant, they were showing a potential double. Durant sticks it. Kevin Durant by himself now in 15th on the all-time NBA career scoring list, passing Tim Duncan. So that's the one thing that really jumps out to me. Yeah, are they great scorers and decent rebounds and all that? That's that's fine. But with the game on the line, I think there's only maybe less than a dozen players in the NBA who can really, really pretty much guarantee that they're going to do something productive in that situation. And those are two players. Tatum against James. Tatum for the ten. Oh, man. That is straight butter. I mean, otherwise, you know, they're very similar. And I do know that KD has the utmost respect uh, for Tatum. I mean, he's sort of like a mentor to Tatum. They have similar builds, although obviously KD's a little bit taller. They can create off the dribble. Uh, I know that I'm, I'm almost sure that KD spoke with, uh, with Tatum after the NBA Finals last year when Tatum struggled. Right. And, you know, sometimes a young player put in that situation for the first time, uh, he's searching for answers. He doesn't want to repeat that. And if you go back to KD when he was with Oklahoma City uh, and they played the Miami Heat in, in the NBA finals, he probably went to a similar experience. So I'm sure they spoke about that. Uh, obviously, they're competitors and they're right, you know, locked in at the top of the East. So I don't want to give away too many secrets now. Right, Sarah? You know, they're competing against each other for a championship. But the bottom line is these are two just amazing players, obviously, uh, you know, probably first or second team all NBA. And, you know, I just think that, you know, it's just going to be very, very exciting to see them perform. Yeah. It, and it's been exciting. I mean, you, you go back to last year's first round postseason mm -hmm. uh, between the Celtics and the Nets. And, and obviously things were, were in disarray for Brooklyn, but the sweep by Boston, um, but the duos in particular. And it's interesting when you look at these two, because you got Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving and, and both playing at, at extremely high levels this season. Um, but they actually, on the floor, despite being best of friends, haven't spent a ton of time playing together, whereby you look at Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, the amount of time that they've had throughout the course, their entirety of their careers. And it feels like they're clicking now. They're figuring things out Um in terms of how to be at their best, most productive, um, both of them together. As I mentioned, coming off that win against the Clippers, Jalen had 29.7 rebounds. Jason had 29.11 rebounds. Uh, how do you look at these two duos just in terms of the way in which they continue to grow and thrive? Um, you know, I, I know throughout the course of, of the season, so much depends on health, so much depends on complementary rosters. Uh, but these duos, how do these duos match up in your mind? Well, they're a little bit different in that, you know, uh, Brooklyn has the point guard. Um, obviously, you know, Kyrie is just a different type of player than, say, Jalen Brown, obviously, and Jason Tatum. Right. Uh, so there's more of a complimentary, well, I wouldn't say more of a complimentary, but there's more of a, of a, uh, a clash in, in styles, a difference in styles between KD and Kyrie versus the, the you know, Tatum and Brown. Uh, Tatum and Brown are very similar players. Uh, the other thing about Tatum and Brown is that, you know, they haven't reached their peak. I mean, these are still young men. Uh, meanwhile, KD's been there and done that same thing with Kyrie. Uh, and the, finally, the other thing is Kyrie has been in big situations and 
championship settings. Same thing with KD. Uh, meanwhile, with uh, Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum, they got their first taste of it last summer. Uh, they don't have championships or anything like that. They're still working their way. But other than that, I mean, they're just, again, four superb players. They complement each other They're very well. Uh, I think Tatum and Brown had that little rocky start, I guess, last year, you know, when, you know, Boston came out of the gate a little bit slow and Marcus Smart had to make a public comment. These guys need to share the ball and things like that. But since then, it's been pretty smooth sailing. And I know there's definitely a mutual respect between the two players. It's crazy. You know, this time last year, y'all wanted to trade either one of us. And now you just said Mike and Scotty. So we're not as bad as you guys say we are, but we're not as good as Michael and Scotty yet. Um, you know, we are uh, just two young guys that love to compete, love to try to help our team win every night and just trying to get better. Uh, when you think about it, having these two players on as teammates for the next 10 years or whatever it might be, that's just an amazing situation for Boston. Uh, meanwhile, Katie and, I mean, Katie and Kyrie, Obviously, they've only been teammates healthy, you know, for a couple of years. Uh, we don't know what the future is going to hold with the two of them. But he, here and now, <laughs> these last 10 games, actually, you can even go beyond 10 games. Uh, I mean, they've just been flourishing. And you see how they complement each other so, so well. This is the promise that everybody thought they were going to get when these, these two teams, uh, I mean, these two players became teammates. And we're really seeing it come in fruition right now. Irving, clear out the area for him. His jumper is wet. Kyrie Irving going to work on his former teammate to step back, creates a space, gets it to go, and gets himself to the line. I just think it's going to be very exciting once the playoffs uh, get here about what these duos can do for their teams and also, also uh, how the fans are just going to benefit from it. I mean, watching them play, I mean, they're really masters at work, and I think it's going to be tremendous. Sean, I benefit from it <laughs> every mm. single night. Watch it. I, I think about that, the, the, the uh, just amount of mastery in beautiful basketball we get to watch. With that being said, you talk about how things flourish and going through the season and, and what it looks like. A uh, ton of credit goes to both of these head coaches of these teams. As, as I mentioned, Boston's sitting num number one. Brooklyn sitting at number two. We'll see how things continue to play out. But new head coaches for these groups, Joe Missoula taking over um, in a situation where team ready-made, yes, and a team that just went to the finals, but obviously uh, a challenging situation for him. They have not missed a beat. Jagvon, uh, things change. The direction and trajectory of this team and how they were performing, playing, um, changed dramatically when he took over as a head coach. Other factors contributing to that, but that's a big part of it. Do you see Missoula and Vaughn, if things continue as they they um, are going right now, as potential Coach of the Year candidates? Oh, absolutely. I mean, they walked into, uh, you know, emergency situations. I'm not going to say they're difficult situations in that uh, both teams were ready made. Okay. I mean, you Boston went to the NBA Finals last year. They didn't have to have any major changes. Uh, Brooklyn Nets, you have KD, Kyrie. I mean, that's, you know, two-thirds of your problems really right there. Uh, but they were, um, you know, to say the least, uh, emergency situations. Uh, I just think that uh, with uh, Jacques Vaughn, he brings experience. He was a head coach in Orlando before. He didn't really have the, uh, the talent there. Uh, and then he left and he coached the, the Nets in the bubble. And if you recall, Sarah, he did a tremendous job. 
He was he bypassed. Did. He, did. Uh, he was bypassed uh, for the head coaching job for Steve Nash, uh, but he was a good soldier about it. Stayed on on board. Was a very good assistant coach. And then uh, when Nash stepped down, uh, he was you know it was it was seamless. I mean, here's a guy who knew the players, who had played himself. Um, they were apparently Katie and Kyrie are comfortable with him. Uh, there are no issues. Uh, and then Jacques has, you know, again, put his own touch on the situation. And here we are. The Nets are knocking on the door at the top spot in the East. Uh, as with Joe, it was a little bit, you know, a little bit stranger because, uh, you know, again, two years ago, was he thinking about ever being in this position, a head coach in the NBA? Uh, you know, no, I mean, uh, but then things happen and he's right there. Uh, and it's for him, it was probably a bit more challenging than Jacques only because he had never been head coach. He really wasn't even the number two guy. Number two guy went out to Utah, you know? And uh, yep. so- Will Hardy. Will You're Hardy, right. absolutely. As a matter of fact, if Will Hardy hadn't gone out to Utah, he'd be the head coach of the Boston Celtics right now. Uh, so I think for Joe, it was a little bit more of a transition. But if you're just looking at the standings and looking how the Boston Celtics play, you would never know, right? That this guy's a first-time head coach. So I think all in all, uh, given the situations they walked into and given where their teams are right now, you have to say they're going to be in the running for coach of the year. Uh, there's a lot, of, lot more NBA to be, to be played. You know how the NBA season goes. You know, you just never know. Uh, but here in the early going, as we begin to approach the halfway point in the NBA, you got to put those two guys right up among the finalists. Uh, and as the new year approaches, Sean, because we're going to take a quick break and we're going to get some of your New Year's resolutions because when we come back on this podcast after today, it's going to be 2023. The NBA playoffs are heating up and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. With same game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more, don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. And if you're new to DraftKings, you got to check this out. New customers bet 5 bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code DKHOOPS. That's code DKHOOPS for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See DKNG for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. 
Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to NBA Pulse. Sarah Kustak with you, joined by Sean Powell. And Sean, let's go. It is about to be 2023. Uh, What are some of your NBA New Year's resolutions? Well, these things are always tricky because, you know, I'll put like everybody else, I put a bunch of New Year's resolutions up there. And then by February, I'm back to my old habits. Right. <laughs> so that may I sound did, like a lot of teams. Yeah, a lot of teams. You, you are not yeah. the only one. <laughs> a lot of teams are like that. But, um, you know, going around, let's just say Philadelphia. I mean, Joel Embiid, you know, this guy is having another tremendous year. Uh, last year led the NBA in scoring right there. I mean, this year right there again, just playing terrific ball while James Harden was out, while Tyrese Maxey was out. He doesn't have an MVP, right? I think the Sixers need to do whatever they can to get this guy the MVP. He whined about it last year. He finished second to to uh, 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 Nikola Jokic. And, you know, look, he's a big man. Reward him. Get him that MVP. Real, real quick, I'm going to jump in here with you because you're a voter, right? I, I am. Philly currently sitting fifth. Right now, they're four and a half behind uh, Boston, sitting in first. They had won eight straight. Mm-hmm. They were streaking. Yep. They just lost Tuesday at Washington. Um, how much? How much stock do you put into where a team sits in the, in the standings? Well, we have. So if Tatum's ball, we yep. were talking about Tatum. We were talking about KD. You could look at Jokic and Denver currently in in first. Um, but how things play out? How much stock do you put into that? Well, Jokic won it last year, and he but the Nuggets were third, fourth, whatever. Uh, obviously, they had. Injuries, Murray was out. and But, um, you know, there was one year when uh, a player won MVP. His team only won 38 games. That was Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Uh, so it's not unprecedented. I don't anticipate Philadelphia having, obviously, a losing season. And the East is so stacked that, you know, you have four and a half games separate five teams right now. So it's really yeah. a top. They're really compacted. So I don't. I would throw that out the window if he's within striking distance of first place in the in the East. Um, but again, such. I mean, if you look at the MVP candidates right now, oh my goodness. I mean, it's just Luca. You know, MB. It's wild. It's People wild. are doing some it amazing things. Wild. All right. But anyway. All right. I sidetracked us. One more resolution from you, Lakers. Uh, look. Oh. After LeBron. Catches Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, and we know it's going to happen in late February, maybe early March. I really think you should sit him uh, because the season is pretty much lost. You're trying to win an NBA championship. Anthony Davis, you can't trust his body. You have to preserve LeBron for next season when you can probably realistically bring in help. But uh, it's just, I mean, you got to be realistic about your situation. So if you're the Lakers, be realistic about LeBron. Be realistic about your situation. After this guy catches Kareem there's really no need to plan for that. Preserve him. Preserve preserve that NBA legend for another year. Yeah, Lakers in a tough spot, sitting in 13th in the West. They're three and a half games 
out of 10th. But you know what? Happy birthday, yes. LeBron James. Yes. He turns 38 today. They're playing the Hawks tonight here in Atlanta. It's 730. And uh, yeah, he'll get to celebrate his birthday here in Atlanta. Yep. So uh, he's he's put on a lot of memorable moments for us. But the Lakers this season, not so much. All right, Sean, you are the best. I appreciate you uh, for your time. And I know that we're going to see you again sometime soon. Appreciate you, Sarah. All right, Monday, when we come back, John Schumann will join us to talk about his NBA power rankings. NBA Pulse with Sarah Kustak is a production of the NBA and iHeartRadio. Please rate, review, and subscribe on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.